Hey everybody, welcome to episode two of Uncommon Goods. Even more stuff not made in China. So I wanted to share you know, more stuff from the Reddit posts that I found that originally inspired this first episode. I've linked to it in the show notes. And also, if you want to shoot me an email, you can reach me at uncommigoods at gmail.com. That's U-N-C-O-M-M-I-E-G-O-O-D-S at gmail.com. You can also leave me a voicemail with like any questions or feedback. There's a link to it in the show notes. So it's June, June 2nd. It's the middle of the Black Lives Matters protests. You know, the whole situation is a shame. Um, you know, I don't feel like I can express it enough articulately other than there's a lot of awful behavior from a lot of bad people right now. And however, I have seen a lot of great acts from groups and individuals that, you know, in particular calling out the actions of Antifa, trying to stop the looting um, and prevent people from initiating violence. Uh, there is a lot of misdirection and lying from the media, and that's not helping one bit. Um, and right now it's a little bit too late and too much damage is done. The best thing I can recommend is be in a position to protect yourself fully. The Second Amendment is there for a reason, and I hope you're never in a position to need it. Um, all these Antifa people are anything but against fascism. They hate free speech, liberty, so F them. They want to control your life. If it was up to them, we'd all live in basements, be fat, out of shape, unemployed or underemployed virgins like them. So screw them. Liberty, prosperity, uh, and growth and economic freedom is the goal of this podcast and what I support. Um, until this pandemic by this very virus from Wuhan, China, uh, black unemployment was actually at its lowest level in decades. Um, you know, for all of you that claim that President Trump is racist, you know, he certainly mentioned this fact that black unemployment was low and he touted it on social media, you know, meaning Twitter. So if he really hates black people, I mean, I thought he had a weird way of showing it. Um, you know, his rhetoric is strong on Twitter, social media, and I don't want this to be a super pro-Trump podcast, but I think too many people are focused on the negatives and not <laughs> some potential positives that we're not seeing in the media. So, but seriously, until this pandemic hit and now with rioting, black unemployment was... Um, at its lowest level in decades. So now the unemployment rates are at a mess for everyone. Um, and I have no idea when it'll come back. But let's think back about what outsourcing over the decades has done to employment in the USA. Uh, it has stagnated wages, it's limited opportunity. And for what, just to save money? Um, I mean, how ridiculous is it to make something 5,000 miles away and then ship it on a container to get here or send raw materials to their have it assembled and shipped back. I, I don't get it. And granted, it's not easy to not buy stuff um, from China. It's everywhere. I just looked at my Mr. Coffee because I'd never looked at it. I've had it for 10 years or eight years. I love it. I looked at it at the bottom, Fabrique in China. Uh, I was really upset. That thing gives me joy every day. Now I know it's traitorous commie goods. Okay, I'm exaggerating a bit, but it's really how I felt. Um, you know, but again, it's not easy to find stuff not made in China. It takes a little bit of effort. Uh, recently, I've ordered a few things off Amazon, and it's a whole different story, um, Amazon, and there's a lot of reasons to go Amazon free. Uh, but when you're shopping there, it's 
really hard to find the country of origin information on stuff. You got to dig around and find it. And do you even think Amazon cares? They only care about efficiency in the bottom line and squeezing every last little bit of profit and revenue um, from their business. And in a way, I admired that. But at the same time, you know, at what cost? Right? People there work their asses off in the warehouse to exhaustion. And, you know, Jeff Bezos does not really care. Um, so, in fact, what I like to do is I'll find products at Amazon, then, you know, look up the company name and then find that company's website and order directly from them. And it's actually really frustrating when you go to their website and they only have an Amazon link. I'm like, come on, guys. But if they do ship it directly, you know, it might take a little bit longer, but I don't care for it to ship. Or I might have to re-enter my credit card information. That takes three minutes, two minutes, a minute, right? In fact, I did that recently with some fitness equipment. Um, I found it on Amazon, and I said, screw this. I'm going straight to the website. And I found out it's run by veterans, right? I was so excited, but it didn't have the country of origin information on it. I order it. I get it. It's made in China. So I'm not going to rag on them here, but I'll find an alternative and post it on this podcast on a future episode. Now, back to the Reddit post, Everyday Things Made in China by Reddit user, the true hero, his name is, his or her name is Moisturize underscore me. So here's some things that, uh, more additional everyday items not made in China. Uh, I'll start with Stance Socks, uh, made in the USA, S-T-A-N-C-E, like stance, like, you know, your fighting stance, socks. Oddly enough, I had bought my buddy some Bruce Lee um, socks from this website. Uh, so speaking of made in China, actually, Bruce Lee was born in San Francisco. So that guy's an American hero. Uh, so stand socks are made in the USA, and you can buy them directly online. And there's so many cool patterns, etc. cetera. Um, I love them. Uh, my buddy, you know, gave it to him. He loved them as well. I mean, you can't go wrong with Bruce Lee socks. Uh, the next item, um, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, but I'm going to say... Iggy and Company Shoes, but it's spelled uh, I-G-I and Company Shoes. It's made in Italy. I checked out the website. Um, looks like it's kind of made in a modern factory, high-tech, but some really cool-looking shoes. Uh, kiwi Knives, um, kind of like the kiwi fruit, spelled like that, K-I-W-I. Kiwi Knives, made in Thailand. Uh, I can't speak for their quality, but it's not made in China. And, you know, is Thailand a friendly country to us or not? I don't really know what our relations are, but every time I've been to Thailand, um, you know, it's been a delight and the people there are very friendly. Wusthof knives made in Germany. Uh, I've, I've never purchased them, but I know they're high quality. Victorinox knives made in Switzerland. Now these knives are amazing and they're at a low price. Um, I love them. I buy them as gifts. You can get a really amazing chef's knife for like 40, 50 bucks. Um, Le Creuset cookware. Uh, it sounds French, but it's made in Thailand. Um, but I have one. I got it as a wedding gift. Um, it's lasted more than my wedding or my marriage. Um, Carhartt clothing, made in the USA and Mexico. Uh, hey, come on, let's stick with our friends on our side of the hemisphere, Mexico. Uh, but made in the USA, you know, high quality uh, workman's clothes. Uh, Old Spice, made in the USA. Tom's of Maine, made in the USA. That's toothpaste. Um, I use it myself. I get it at Trader Joe's, and I really like it. I kind of consider them the uh, the Ben and Jerry's um, of toothpaste, except I don't think they're as politically active, but they focus on natural ingredients. Avalon Organics, 
A-V-A-L-O-N, organics. That's made in the USA. Dr. Bronner's, made in the USA. I believe that's soap, cleaners, etc. All natural. Slimfold wallets, made in the USA. I check them out. They're pretty cool designs. My girlfriend had bought me a different kind of slim fold minimalist wallet, and I love it. So not going to be buying any slim fold wallets soon, but uh, if I ever do get a new one, I'll go straight to them. Um, 100% pure cosmetics. They're made in the USA, Canada, or Europe, with the exception of the vegetable cellulose mask. I, you know, I got to give Moisturize underscore me credit. I mean, he really, he or she really dug into this. Um, you know, I don't even know what a vegetable cellulose mask is, but I really appreciate the detail. Uh, but the company its name is 100% Pure Cosmetics. Uh, everyone knows Birch Bees Cosmetics and Personal Care. Um, I think I've had one of their lip balms for at least 15 years. I find it and I lose it. I find it and lose it. I think that's one of the endearing, um, you know, characteristics of their lip balm is you just, you never lose it. So that's another good thing about it. Uh, here's a brand I never really heard of until I saw this called Trigema Clothing. It's spelled T R i g e m a clothing made in germany so i have a feeling it'll probably be pretty uh fairly well made and high quality uh packed clothing uh that's made in india p-a-c-t p-a-c-t crochet kids it's made in india and peru uh and it's spelled um not like normal crochet it's spelled k-r-o-c-h-e-t and then kids clothing. And these are like a bunch of dude bros that like somehow started crocheting and they loved it. And somehow now they support um, small, um, you know, collective workshops in India and Peru for crocheting. So I thought it sounded like a pretty cool story. I'm, you know, I'm gonna look into it and possibly buy something from them. Fair Indigo Clothing, uh, made in Peru. Uh, Encircled Clothing. Uh, made in Canada, as you called in the previous episode, episode one, Canada was like an all-star of clothing manufacturers with Canada Goose and a few other brands. Uh, but Encircled Clothing, it's spelled E-N-C-I-R-C-L-E-D, clothing, made in Canada. Um, indigenous clothing, made in India and Peru. I just, <laughs> I think India and Peru are so, uh, I mean, they're not like close. It's not like USA and Mexico. But I find that interesting. Uh, indigenous clothing, not spelled weird or anything like that. Uh, cotton clothing, but it's spelled K-O-T-N. Made in Egypt. Um, and, you know, Egypt is known for making cloth. If you ever heard of, uh, um, I think it's called Egyptian spun cotton. Um, really good stuff. And here's one that should uh, fire, uh, get all you uh, beer drinkers and craft drinkers um, excited. Orange Vessel Company. They make beer growlers made in the USA. So again, the purpose of this podcast is to support businesses um, that make things not made in China. And, you know, by continually buying things not made in China, we're making a statement. These companies can see that they can make a profit um, and increase business when they don't do business in China and make it a point to let them know, I bought your product or brand because you're not made in China. I think there's a good chance that they're proud of making things, you know, in the U.S. or not in China. And if we support them, 
I think it's um, you know even better. So again, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Uncommy Goods on whatever podcast app you use. Again, you can email me at uncommygoods at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, go take a look at the show notes for, you know, uh, links to this article and links to, the, you can leave me a voice message with any feedback, uh, etc. So again, thank you for tuning in and I'll check in with you next time. All right, bye.